Hello and welcome to The Nature Pod, a weekly conversation and invitation to join me and my guests as we navigate pathways to nature, as prescribed in forest bathing and the practice of Shinrin-yoku. Let's awaken our senses to all that is around us as my fellow walkers in life, friends, experts in the field of health, wellness and ecotherapy share their stories of nature connection and their insights into personal development. I'm Suzanne Radford, forest therapy practitioner, communication coach and radio presenter, lover of the great outdoors, guiding people through nature to a place of calm, clarity and contentment. I have found some of the best conversations, ideas and inspiration happen when walking and spending time in nature. So let's connect and see where it takes us. My guest today is Dr. Thraya Kanafani, clinical director, clinical psychologist and co-owner of the Human Relations Institute in Clinics, Dubai. We first met when Thry became a regular guest on the radio show I hosted, On the Couch on Dubai Eye. When I read that the World Health Organization states stress as the health epidemic of the 21st century, and that was before COVID-19, I wanted to hear Thry's insights and how nature therapy can help calm the body and mind. So welcome, Dr. T, to the Nature Pod. Thank you, Suzanne. It's such a pleasure. And honestly, I have really missed this. I miss our sessions together. I know. Oh, well, isn't it funny how life turns around and meets you back again? And here I am working with you at the Human Relations Institute and Clinics Dubai as a global consultant in nature therapy. Just started our first round of nature therapy workshops for stress management. And I'm so excited that you contacted us and now we have the opportunity to, to, to help people get exposed to more nature and and the benefits of nature therapy and you know I think nature therapy is such an important um, tool that people can use to really help them in so many different ways and I guess that's what we'll be talking about today right that's right and finding out uh, your memories and connections to nature as well so Thraya when you hear that quote from the World Health Organization stress is being called the health epidemic of the 21st century would you agree with that as a psychologist working in practice I would definitely agree with that. Not only have we noticed a significant increase in stress uh, in general, but we've noticed a significant increase in psychosomatic symptoms that have come out come about because of stress that people have been experiencing in their day-to-day lives and definitely exacerbated by the pandemic that we're all experiencing in the past year or so. So where are you today? Where, where, where Describe where you are. Are you at work? I am at work. I'm in the assessment room in my office. It's a uh, it's a it's <laughs> three walls and very beautiful windows, to be fair. Um, and I can overlook the golf course um, as well as the uh, different uh, communities of like the Springs and Meadows and Emirates Hills. So uh, thankfully, when I look outside, I do see some greenery rather than just buildings. <laughs> Yeah. And, and is it something that you take on board? Because I know you're really busy um, seeing clients, you know, running a team there. Um, do you take moments in your day to look out those windows? Oh, definitely. And, you know, interestingly enough, Suzanne, it's not just myself, but my clients, when they walk into the, the rooms that we have, they love the scenery outside. They love the view that it's one of the first things that they mention when they come in. They're like, wow, it's so beautiful outside. It doesn't even look like Dubai <laughs> is usually the word that, I, that I'm told because, you know, when you think of Dubai, you think of buildings and things like that. But our view is, is, is uh, a lot greener than you would expect what stereotypically what you would expect Dubai to look like. 
I suppose what I found really interesting in this work uh, in nature therapy, from a, a psychologist's point of view, uh, people go, well, well, we know that nature's good for us, but but really, why is it good for us? Why do human beings look to nature for some kind of comfort or pleasure or just feeling in balance? You know, interestingly, when we think of anything about nature, we also have to remember that our psyche is not separate from our environment. So the way we are as an individual is very much in response to, as well as engaging with the environment that we're in. So the natural environment actually medically reduces neural activity associated with risk of mental uh, health difficulties and, and it helps us boost our immunity in, in, in comparison to any kind of um, just kind of urban lifestyle. So our connection to nature is just as powerful as our connection to our own body. It's fascinating, isn't it? And, the, you know, the senses, um, which is you know, when I'm running the workshops and walks and working with people online, it's always about opening the senses, having this sort of sensory experience, immersion, mm-hmm. scent, and, uh, you know, our eyes just resting on greenery or on on blue, on the sea or whatever, and hearing those sounds of birdsong. Something happens to us physiologically and it kind of, it, you know, it works on our nervous system and just calms us down. And I suppose in the world we're living in, we've got really busy and, and we're not necessarily slowing down to allow our bodies to restore, to have this restorative effect on us. You know, since we've, I mean, especially after the pandemic, Suzanne, we've all kind of like been, you know, spending most of our time indoors and our sensory world has shrunk significantly. Whereas before when we're outdoors, we're, we're tuning to so many different things, not only to like maybe the fresh air, the light breeze, but we're tuning to different colors, to different sounds, to different sights, all of those things. Whereas when we're indoors, things are, there's not really much to attune to. And that can be very uh, detrimental to our sensory organs, to our sensory neurons, to the way we experience life. And at times it can be quite um, uh, disconnecting from our true experiences in the moment. So Dr. T, how do you connect to nature? You mentioned there you take moments in your day to look out of the windows over the the greens of the golf course and the views from your office. How else do you like to connect to nature? Well, in general, I love the beach. For me, the the most calming thing in the world is to kind of sit on soft sand, put my hands and my feet in the sand and kind of like, you know, just kind of squish them between my fingers and toes and and listen to the waves. And not, not like big waves, but just that you know, the, the, the really small waves that hit right up at the shore as soon as, mm. you know, it hits that sand. Oh, that's, and just like looking out into the vast sea or ocean or wherever I am. So that for me, whenever I'm feeling down, whenever I'm feeling like I there's so much I need to reflect on, when I feel like my stress levels are really high, I go straight to the beach and I usually just sit and, um, and I just reflect and, and it just gives me that sense of calm. It's wonderful, isn't it? We were talking about this last evening, actually. So um, reflections and and time to just sit. And I often invite people to find 
a place that they feel drawn to and we call it a sit spot in nature therapy and to just sit there and what just as you're describing actually I was just imagining that you know just sitting listening by on the beach listening to the lapping of the waves coming up close you maybe spend do that sort of three times a week 20-30 minutes if you can if you can't even 10 minutes but that 20-30 minutes apparently is the time when when you're sitting in nature, that's when nature settles down around you. So mm-hmm. it's almost like that's that's the sort of shift from when you start to really integrate into the space as well. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. You know, actually, Suzanne, you just reminded me, I haven't done this for a while. I don't know why, but when I traveled, when we could travel, I traveled to uh, Cyprus and there's a place there that I really enjoy. And it's not one of the most beautiful places to see, but for some reason it, it connects me back to my childhood and visiting Cyprus quite often when I was a kid. But I recorded the sound of the waves uh, when I was sitting at the beach and I, and on my phone every once in a while, I play that tune just to kind of be there again. And it's, and for some reason, it's not just the sound itself, but the sound connects to the to the place, to the memories, to everything that's involved. So, so it it, it has such a powerful, um, uh, not just like a, a powerful kind of connection to your your sense of being in the moment, but also a powerful connection to the sense of who you were and what you've done before. It's very powerful, isn't it? It's, it's, it's in many ways just very simple, the idea of, of, of being, sitting, listening, opening the senses but actually can have quite a profound effect on the psyche, on the, on, mm-hmm. the, on the mind. I guess just sort of digging a little bit deeper into that, unpacking that a little bit more, Dr. T, with regards to, to mental health. So we can see the sort of benefits of, for relaxation, the idea of what I call distraction, so for human beings to be distracted, but actually for that to be good for us, um, perhaps to help alleviate feelings of stress or even anxiety. You, you know, Suzanne, you're calling it distraction. And I, I would actually even call it mindfulness mm. because in essence, you know, we distract ourselves when we're trying to move away from negative emotions. That's usually where distractions come into place. But when we're sitting in nature, what we're doing is we're tuning to what is in the moment rather than to what was or what could be. And I think that is, is not only very important within mindfulness, but I think that's what makes nature therapy so powerful is that it's not that you're distracting yourself from the negative and then you have to go back to it right after and you actually kind of worry about it in the moment. It's that it's actually forcing you to be so mindful in that moment because there's so much like sensory stimulation around you that you can't help but be mindful in the moment. I was talking to a colleague yesterday at the Forest Therapy Institute and talking about how their sort of philosophy is around health and yes, health of the environment, health of the human, but rather than it being, I'm, I'm ill, so I need to seek help from a professional to fix that, to, to heal me, but actually the preventative side of it. So, mm-hmm. so the idea that we're practicing this before we get to that state of high stress, burnout, burnout anxiety, or, or any other mental health condition. Yes. I mean, most, most individuals uh, follow the stigma that you only see a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist. 
if something is going wrong in your life. Whereas in reality, if you, if you uh, seek them out before you, anything, you know, and any difficulties come up, you're actually preventing exactly what you said. And, and that's really important because see, our body is, is not like, uh, it's, it's not like other things in life. Like our body stores information that we are experiencing in every single moment. So when we experience negativity, that our body is storing that. Whereas when we try our best to prevent uh, as like the intensity of the negativity from happening, our body also stores that and that becomes much more habitual in nature for us than it is to kind of go to the negative and, and experience extreme intensity and negativity. So the preventative measures of therapy and of psychology and, and the whole field of mental health is so powerful. Um, and unfortunately, that's not usually what people what people think of when they think of mental health. They think of all the stigmas that have come with it for, for centuries. It's been interesting this past year with the pandemic, with COVID and people's lives just being thrust and changed and people having to adapt or to, to sort of cope with the uncertainty and confinement restrictions, all these things that we're working through. And obviously it affects people in different ways according to their circumstances and, uh, and, and their personalities and, and their relationships and where they're at in their, in their lives. And things that have been coming out. So, you know, there's been a lot of science and research done into nature therapy and, and health, but also in this past year, even more so seeing people turning to nature, turning to professional help through psychologists, psychiatrists, to help them through this time. I'm not going to say some good has come out of it, but what I will say is it has, it's, it has taken some of the stigma away and it has brought to the surface more awareness in all of these areas. You know, I think one of the most significant things that people have learned over the past year is that they need to slow down. The reason why I say that is because a lot of individuals that have had difficulties in their day-to-day -day life, they were, they were being distracted with so many things that they had to do, priorities, work, kids, whatever it was, that they weren't paying attention to what was truly happening in their body. And so what, was, what ended up happening is that when we had to slow down, where the pandemic shut us all down, and we had to kind of like stay and sit with our thoughts and our feelings, that's when people started to realize that, oh, wow, there's so much here that I haven't processed yet. There's so much. And the, the, obviously the, the fact that we had been indoors and not exposed to nature, a lot of people were so, you know, they, they started to feel privileged that they even had nature beforehand. So we started to realize the things that we, we, we could be grateful for that we had that we don't have now. And more so, I think people started to recognize the physical effects that being locked in kind of created, not just in terms of the stress of work and kids and handling online learning and taking care of the household chores and things like that, but also the stress on our actual physical body and how that made us feel and like the excessive eating that happened or the drinking or the smoking or whatever it was, what we started to realize is that people started to, to notice and finally take um, or give importance to the fact that our body has its limitations and our body needs rest and it needs some time to kind of just relax and take a step 
in, in no direction and just be where it's at in the moment. And for people that um, maybe can't access outdoor space easily or be in nature easily, there's uh, research there as well. The science is there to show that people can benefit within their four walls, within their you know apartment or their, their house by just looking at pictures of nature or or even just sounds or just looking through the window, that still mm-hmm. works. It still has this calming effect. Definitely, the, 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 there's nothing like being in nature. However, the, the effects that looking at these pictures, experiencing the sounds, maybe even inciting the smells, it can al- almost let you live it a bit. I mean, and, you know, if I can, Suzanne, just to kind of explain a little bit of how stress works, because most people believe that that stress is a bad thing for the body, but but it's not. There's there's stress that's good for the body. And then there's de-stress, which is or distress, which is bad for the body. And that really comes from a very primitive and when I say primitive, I don't mean like backwards, but primitive is a very old instinctual part of our body system, which is the HPA axis, which is basically the hypothalamic uh, pituitary adrenal axis that we have that, that literally work together to, to, to deal with stress and essentially will release cortisol, uh, which is the stress hormone in our body. And the more cortisol we have in our body, the more stress we feel. And if that stays in our body for a very long period of time, that's where we can, the the stress becomes more distressed and maybe even traumatic. There has to be a proper feedback system, like a negative feedback, which we call medically is like a negative feedback system that, that the cortisol kind of is basically stopped again. Right. And like the secretion of cortisol. And the reason why nature therapy is so important is because it allows the body to experience the stress, but it also allows it to kind slowly calm down to give the body its opportunity to actually stop the secretion of cortisol. And that's really important because in essence, without the, without this process of calm, without channeling this, this part of our, our nervous system, we can't actually get to a place where we're minimizing our stress. We just constantly feel like we're on edge. We constantly feel like there's something wrong, like there's something that needs to be done. So nature therapy really allows individual, even if it's just through pictures or sounds or smells, but by accessing that sensory information, it allows our body to kind of calm down and, 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 and really reduce the, the secretion of cortisol. If I'm, if I'm guiding walks in nature, it might take three hours and we're slowing down. You see this, you can feel this shift in the body as time moves on, but as we've gone through this sort of sensory experience. And so what you're describing there is, is really, really interesting to understand what's actually happening in, internally and why mm-hmm. it's so important. And the feeling afterwards, one what comes up in, in, in the mind, in, in beauty and moments of awe and feeling of joy and memories. Uh, but at the end of it, this sense of calm and belonging. And, and usually you have a really good sleep at the end of it. You go yes. home and sleep so <laughs> yes. well. Because, you know, Suzanne, like these, these two parts of the system are the same parts of this, uh, the body system that, that are involved in fight or flight. So you can imagine 
what's happening to your body in that moment. So like once your stress hormone, the cortisol is being released, that's your sympathetic nervous system, like kicking in high gear. Like it's preparing you to like, you know, to deal with the world, to like fight off anything and, and so on and so forth. But the whole idea of the, of nature therapy is to actually like provide the greater parasympathetic nerve activity so that, so that your sympathetic nervous system is just like, no, no, hold on. I need to relax. And so the parasympathetic system takes over and it's like, okay, let's lower your heart rate. Let's lower the blood pressure. Let's, let's calm down. Let's just relax. Let's, let's uh, remove the tension from your muscles and so on and so forth. So this is very important. And the more you feel that relaxation, the more likely you'll feel tired and just want to sleep. So Dr. T, you've shared um, a couple of moments in nature for you by the beach and the place in Cyprus. So anywhere else, any walk or any location or place or in nature or experience you'd like to share with us? The experience that really comes to mind, honestly, is anything related to the beach. I mean, for me, the beach is just, uh, I can't even explain it. It's just one of those things that as soon as I see the water, I'm, my mind just blanks out completely and, but in a peaceful way. Um, I haven't really been in many forests to be fair. Um, I have been on farms and things like that, but I I usually get so excited because I'm seeing animals <laughs> and it's hard to kind of feel a sense of calm because actually I'm like running after them and stuff like that. But, but when it comes to that, that feeling, when we talk about, you know, that therapeutic feeling, the, the only thing that really comes to my mind is kind of sitting right next to the water, touching sand, you know, just really being like a part of the environment that's around me rather. And I, and I do this at the beach too. Like when I go to the beach, I don't even put, like a towel on the floor. Like I like to sit on, on the actual sand itself. It's fantastic to have that grounding, that connection. And uh, I think what you're describing is absolutely a dose of vitamin C, isn't it? Um, mm -hmm. and, and of course, you know, vitamin D, uh, so important to get that natural sunlight onto our skin. So I feel like I'm sitting with you at the beach now, you know, I can feel that. Uh, when you are able to travel again, I invite you to come and visit me here in the forest so I can show you and guide you through the trees. I think it would be a, just an amazing thing to to share with you, especially if you've not been oh, used to being that. in trees. Yeah. There's this big, beautiful world that we live on and live in and we're part of with all these different environments, natural environments. And, you know, whether you're in the park, on the golf course, at the beach, in the desert, in a forest, by a river, wherever it may be, it's being just close to that natural scape, that natural environment. Dr. T, is there anything you'd like to share with us today? Uh, something you'd like to impart, a gift or a bit of wisdom? Um, what would you like to share? What I'd like to share is, I think, um, a recipe. <laughs> it's a bit strange, but it's a recipe that I used to make um, when I was younger, right before I went to the beach and it is not a fancy recipe. So please don't share it with any proper chef, <laughs> but it's more, it's more something that I used to make just because I felt like it, it connected me a lot more with, um, with nature. And so what I used to do is I used to take, uh, lemons and I used to put pomegranate and, and lemonade. And I, and I, turn them into a juice. And I used to go and sit outside on the beach um, with the waves at night. Interestingly enough, I used to do this at night where there'd be just a few lights that were glimmering around. And then I would, as I was drinking the, the juice, I would take the water from the beach, 
mix it with the sand and then I'd actually like rub it on my legs and on my on my on my arms almost like an exfoliation <laughs> so I would kind of think of that whole environment as my big bathtub <laughs> I love that I love that that's so wonderful <laughs> it was and, and I know like most people would probably take a glass of wine or something like that but for me it was using more things from nature, right? Which is why I, I use the lemons and I use the pomegranate. And in, and in uh, Cyprus, they have these very beautiful fig trees. So you can always add fig juice to it. But it's just about like involving so many elements of uh, the earth and then sitting in the earth, <laughs> using it as like an exfoliant and then kind of like letting the water take all the impurities away. That's how I kind of, that, that's my gift to anybody who ever wants to try it. It's a very interesting experience. Um, and it's, uh, it kind of, it, it kind of made me feel, I think as a kid, it made me feel a little bit uh, regal because I was like, look at my big bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. I love it. It's absolutely wonderful. No, really. I mean, I think things like this, I just love it. And it sort of brings the child out in us again, but it actually, yes. it, it is actually very much about the here and now. I mean, I've, I'm now living in Portugal where there's more rain than when I lived in Dubai, but I now stand in the rain and I, I, I reach my face up to the sky and I let the raindrops fall on my skin oh, wow. and, and people go, are you crazy? I go, one, my skin looks amazing afterwards. It's like this natural <laughs> spa and, and it actually feels really lovely to have that on the mm -hmm. skin. So again, that, that, you know, engaging with the natural elements with the earth, you know, putting your hand oh, in the research is there for putting your hands in soil when you're, you know, you don't even have to be gardening just to, you know, just to inhale the scent of soil is really good for us. And uh, yes, yeah, so any way that you can do that. And of course, taste wonderful. And to actually, like you said earlier, that mindfulness to just be present. And actually when you bite into an orange or a fruit or, or, or vegetable, you really taste that you taste it, you taste the nature of it. Yeah. And uh, it's all, all good for us and all, all, all just around us, isn't it? It's there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think nature provides us with everything that we really need. If we just look for it, it's there. So Dr. T, before I let you go, is there a word, one word for you that would sum up nature or sum up your connection to nature? I would definitely say freeing. Mm. It's for me, I mean, you, you know me, Suzanne, I work <laughs> maybe more of, in more things than I probably should for my sanity, but um, I enjoy working so much and I really love doing what I do and I enjoy like overworking at times. But when I engage with nature, there's this sense of like, I, I mean, it's so freeing. It makes me feel like, wow, this is this is why I work so hard for these moments right here so that I can really truly appreciate the moment of nothingness. Dr. Tharai Kalafani, thank you very much for your time today. Clinical director and clinical psychologist and co-owner of the Human Relations Institute in Clinics, Dubai. You can connect with Thuraya via Instagram page, on Facebook with Human Relations Institute and Clinics, HRIC. Thuraya does some great Instagram videos, IGTV, and also really good recommendations for reading for good books. So for now, Thuraya, thank you very much. Thank you, Suzanne. You've been listening to The Nature Pod with Suzanne Radford. Thanks to Dr. T 
and you can connect with Thuraya at hricdubai.com and via Instagram at Dr. Thuraya. And for online nature therapy for stress management workshops, email hric at hricdubai.com. For more on my walks and workshops in nature and to subscribe to the newsletter, go to thenaturepod.com or follow me on social media at Forest Bathing Algarve. And if you'd like to share your nature connection stories here on The Nature Pod, then get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. I leave you now with an invitation to take a short walk and open the senses to what is around you. Fill your hands in soil, toes in sand, water on your face and the scent of grass or a flower. Wherever your environment, wherever you are, see what's around you and notice how it feels.